Really? Oh, so you see that. Okay. All right. Well, it is what it is. All right. All right. Yeah, we're good. We're here. How's everybody doing? All right? I am the okay. Yeah, good. So this will be our first of many remote shows, and hopefully as it, as it progresses, we'll, we'll, we'll get improve. Our, improve and get our shit together. Um, yes. All right. All right. So um, and of, for the time being, it's going to be without sound effects unless Chris can initiate it. And Justin, you can initiate it from your phone, and maybe we'll hear it. We don't know. So, so uh, I have a question. I have an answer. If not, I'll make one up. Uh, is the V10 Twin Cafe still in New Jersey? Uh, yes. Is the v- we have two now. We have. Oh, uh, we opened up a second location. We, 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 <laughs> we we're that popular. That's it. We we had to open up a second location. We, we, uh, next uh, next comes franchising. Yeah. Well, we are a franchise now. <laughs> just we're trying to sell it. Uh, so we got. Yeah, so I'm here in Carolina. Um, well, I guess we should, we should just start. I guess I can now. If you want, I'll share my screen so you can see what we're talking about tonight. Or it doesn't I do matter. It. Yeah, you want it? Sure. Sure. Fine. Mm-hmm. We can share this screen there. Share. Okay. Do you see it? Yep. yep. Yes. All right. Cool. Awesome. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Motorcycle Men Podcast. This is episode three hundred and one. Yeah, finally. Oh, wow, we had our. When, when, did, when did we do our 300th? That was like a few weeks ago, right? About a month ago, over a month ago. Was it a month ago? Yeah. Was it that? I, I didn't realize it was that long ago. Yeah, a while ago. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. Been a while. Been a while. Well, things have, you yep. know, things have been out of control, and you know, and and we're kind of sort of back to normal, kind kind of sort of. Almost getting there. Yeah. Almost get almost getting there. Yeah. It sounds like Justin has a cold. Do you have a cold, Justin? I'm a little stuffy. Yeah, I can hear it. You can hear it in your voice. Yeah. Everybody getting you know, sick. Yeah. Man, you know what? She, well, yeah, but we have the window shut, and oh, yeah. only like normally we have the windows open, but the heat wasn't on today because it was warm out. So when we got home. It was cold. We shut the windows, and I guess there's a lot more dust in here than we realized. So like only over like maybe like the last I don't know half hour, my nose just like swelled up. <laughs> wow. You got to get a wow. humidifier in that room. Normally we don't need one. Yeah, you have uh, you have forced air heat, right? We have a uh, steam radiator. Oh really? Oh really? That's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's usually pretty good. Well, that's why we have the windows open all the time. Oh, Jesus, Christ. okay. Right. But they they turned it off today because it was like fifty something degrees. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. when we got home, it's, it was a little chilly. Right. Hey, uh, Tim and Chris, remember how you guys moved the microphones away from your mouth? Yes. Move them back. Okay, fine. Is that better? <laughs> that's much better. Yes, thank there you. There you go. So uh, here we are. Uh, we are at the, the V-Twin Cafe. Well, uh, Justin, Tim, and Chris are in the V-Twin Cafe in Cranford. And I am at the new location here in Shalom. In the V-3. It's <laughs> the V-4 Cafe. And uh, uh, down here in Shalot, North Carolina. And we're going to talk about that very shortly. Um, and uh, down here, the temperature right now here where I am is uh, 52 degrees and clear. What, what's nice. The, what's the temperature by you guys? I think uh, it's the same. 51. Oh, wow. See, it's warmer here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, boy. One fucking degree. Wow, Ted. You're really killing it over I'm there. Killing it. Worth, worth every penny. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we're we're, we're, we're going up to 61 tomorrow. Yeah, you know, it's it was beautiful like today. You know, you know, but you know it sucks? I, I don't know if it really sucks. Well, Chris, you would know. Is that... You know, here, here I sit at my desk at home and I'm working 
And I look out the window, which is like a, two feet from me, and it's gorgeous outside. You know, and I, I want to go out and play. Right. Yeah, you know, you need you know, it. That's kind of kind of blows, but I I wouldn't trade it for the world. You know, working from home well, is great. The commute to Kenilworth's got to be a little bit longer now. Just a t- <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. nine ten hours. No, Ed, we need you to come to work today and oh. do some work in the office. <laughs> well, you know what? They would send me to work in the Charlotte office, and the Charlotte office is four hours away from me. Well, yeah, still, you know. But anyway, but we'll, oh, we'll, they have we'll, an office down there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we got an office in Charlotte. Yeah, and. Uh, that's cool, but we'll talk about that in a moment. So uh, let, let, let's get, let's go around the table. Uh, you know, it's funny no, I have not been writing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny because the, the way the view comes up, I didn't get the immersive. Well, I do have the, the immersive view, but uh, right now in this view, because I'm sharing my screen, Tim, you're Tim, Justin, and Chris. Both you guys are below me. Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, whoa! What is happening? Whoa, whoa. So, I, knew, I knew it was going to go there. I just knew. It. <laughs> but I'm blowing uh, you? Yeah, no, so t- like, Tim's eyes have been writing. Tim, did you it's find not that me? kind of show? I know. Well, it could be. Well, you know what? Most no of the time, no can't. No most can't. of the times, stop it is. right there. No, okay. it's not no, going no. there. We're not going to talk about Shaft, are we? <laughs> That's your no. thing. That's the one you brought up. <laughs> he brought it up. <laughs> and, and oddly enough, we were canceled a week later. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. We were. I'm sure, I'm sure there was no coincidence. None whatsoever. Not at all. Uh, so, Tim hasn't been riding. Justin, you've been riding? Uh, actually, I haven't, man. No? How's the new job? Think... Well, how's the new job? It's good, man. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Yep. Uh, learning stuff every day. Uh, you oh, know, it's, it's funny. Well, I'm not a plumber. but uh... <laughs> It just works with pipes. That's all. <laughs> yeah, but I don't, I don't work with shit. Oh well. Okay. <laughs> you work with uh, uh, boilers. I work with steam uh, so so like when you get home because you have steam heat, you're like analyzing the entire system now. Right? <laughs> no, I'm I'm ready to take a shower and sit on my couch. Um, but we do we do do steam systems. We do uh, medical gas, uh, tons of uh, like uh, cooling for data centers. We do all that stuff. Oh, that's Chris's kind of thing. So we do uh, basically anything uh, process piping that wouldn't be uh, more traditional plumbing. You know, okay, this is very boring. It sounds boring. <laughs> a lot, a lot of welding. Oh, you're, uh, you're getting into welding. Well, that's basically how you, you we fabricate everything. Oh wow! So you can like make your own motorcycle frame. Yeah. Yeah. You, gotta, yeah. you know how to weld now. So if I needed something, yeah. Weld, weld I, I mean, it's not like that. I mean, it's it's a long apprenticeship. I mean, it's not it's not just like because I said I worked there that all of a sudden I know how to do everything. But now, are you doing uh, what, what kind of welding are you doing? Well, uh, is, is it a gas or electric? We. We're going to be started. We do a lot of stick welding. Okay. All right. Um, but like for uh, there's TIG, there's MIG. I mean, we do a number of different types based on whatever it is that we're fabricating, making, or whatever the requirements are uh, of the place. So, for example, if like if you're welding at a nuclear power plant, they're going to require something entirely different than if you're welding at uh, like a hospital or a data center, or whatever the case may be. Uh, probably, yeah, because you know, nuclear plants can blow up, so you got to be different. Correct. Different. Right. Okay. 
Yeah. They can? So, yeah. So, Chris, have you been riding? No, I've been sick. Why? Why have you been He's sick? got the Rona. You I got can, the Rona. You can wear a mask and ride. You can't get you can't get better transportation than riding on a motorcycle in right. COVID. And all the fresh air that you're getting when you're riding, that's good. Wow. Yeah, well, with my uh, thing, it's because uh, the weather too has been fucking cock and balls. Cock so. and balls. It's that time of yeah. year anyway. It's like, that time of year. There's a, the weather's been less than stellar. I mean, uh, <clears throat> 50 degrees is not okay with me. Okay, just letting everybody know. Why? Why not? Fifty degrees is not okay with me. Because you've got to put on four tons of clothes to go out. It's yeah, like, because don't forget when you're riding and doing forty miles an hour, fifty degrees is thirty-five, forty degrees. I know. Yeah. yeah. Move your microphone to closer to your mouth, Chris. <laughs> I can't get it any fucking closer. Turn your fucking volume up. Oh, well, that's good. Okay. I can't get it any fucking closer. That's good. I that's want fine. Leave it. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, I, now I just put Rona all over my mic again. Say it! Large orange soda! <laughs> what the fuck was that? That's Chris blowing his nose into the microphone. Thanks for sharing. No wow. problem. So... So Tim, you were uh, you you had you spent a, a, some time in the hospital recently. Yeah, tell yeah, us so about I that. Tell us all about that. So here it is. I'm working on my house as I do. Chris. <laughs> That's Chris with the snot rag. Okay, is your head. ass clean now? <laughs> So I'm working on my as I do, and uh, my blood pressure went up and to a crazy high, yeah, 168 over 102, right, which is not normal for me. No, Normally no. I'm in normal range, and, right. Uh, it wouldn't go down, so I decided to go to the emergency room because it was a Friday night, and there was no way I'm going to see any doctors over the weekend. So right. only one choice, right. And I thought it was just going to be like an in-out thing. You have high blood pressure here, take the pill. Right. But no, they have to do every test under the sun. Right. Poke right. me with every needle they have. Of course. They t- poke me with a needle the size of a straw. Did they, <laughs> you know? mm. Like, how much blood do you need? Did they, they, an, did they, they do did a, an anal cavity thing? No. Okay. E, they did an EKG, the whole, uh, what, um, right. Uh, right. right, and then they did a CAT scan and of my heart and a cat scan of my brain <laughs> just make sure everything and everything did they, did they find anything they, when they did the brain, i have they, nothing in me they got nothing in me okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm empty All so right. they found nothing so i'm just gonna be on blood pressure medicine now so that's that's it you, they, they so when did they let you when did, when did they parole you i paroled yesterday it was okay. so exciting i couldn't wait right What's the first well, thing don't forget, you could have literally walked out of the hospital anytime you wanted. Right, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you know, you, you got to watch that because your insurance is paying for it. Sure. If you walk out, it, that means you refused any services. Right. Pay. Exactly. So you exactly. can't just walk out. Yeah. Wow. You may, you may, you know, if you didn't have insurance, that's fine. But you only, when you have insurance, you're going to be very careful with yeah. that. So. So you're glad. That, what's the first thing you did when you got home? Uh, my dog. <laughs> I miss my dog. Did you, um, did you take a shower? Uh, I took a shower there. Oh, you, you really? I never. I've never yep. taken a hospital shower. Uh, yeah, well, 
I took a shower with water all over the fucking place. Because <laughs> they never curtain up. Oh, oh really? <laughs> all over the fucking place. My gown got soaked. It was on the floor. got soaked. And the whole place was like a... So, that, so they thought you pissed yourself is what they did. Yeah, yeah right? Uh, all right. Yeah, so then I, I managed to get clean. It was good. So. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad you're and home. I, I'm glad and you're then well. I got back home and uh, I took a walk and that was a mistake because... For some reason, the hospital takes shit out of you. I don't know what it is. It just drains the shit out of you. Right. It was blood. Fucking tire. Yeah, blood. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I had, I should have made new blood by now, but wow. So I, I was so uh, I was exhausted. So finally, wow. I got. Well, you, you know what it is because when you're in the hospital, what are you doing? You're Nothing. laying around all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, it's like you can only, you can only watch. That's so much TV. that's kind of the thing that I'm going through now. Is that you know I got sick last week. And it was really heavy, and I did the, the the sleeping nonstop day and night. But now, I still feel like a little weak and sick. But it's also a combination because I'm still just sleeping and laying around. Right. So I don't know. It's a combination of being sick, and then I'm I'm compounding the fact because I'm just laying around doing nothing. Right. Exactly. exactly. Now, I'm not even moving around. <laughs> so now, and how so, far? And how far can you walk into your apartment? Yeah, and it's right. making me fucking just tired all the time. Right, exactly. So, so I don't know if uh, you know. Well, it's just fucking weird. I walked around the halls a couple of times, and then people stare at you like you're a weirdo. Uh, I would so do that, but keep your ass hanging out. This way, everybody's just something to look at. Keep you're gonna fucking ass. stare at me. Look at my. I should have put a straw in my ass. No. <laughs> Turn, turn the gown the opposite direction so you're completely nude. <laughs> I, I, for, I did that the first time only because they were working on my chest. So why would you keep the back open? You so you were walking out. Chest. You were walking around with your cock out. I was. <laughs> I wasn't walking around. All right. <laughs> I kept my cock in my hand. All right. Who's that guy? Oh, he was that guy. <laughs> no, no. I went to, I, when I went to the hospital. I wore my un, my pajamas. I was in my pajamas. Oh, so sure. Why not? Pajamas. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're course. smart. Yeah, of course. Most people should do that. Yeah. And then I was hot as shit. Oh my god, those beds are so hot. Oh, great. There's no there's I no there's no circulation in those rooms. They do that on purpose to make you uncomfortable. You know. So well, yeah, they gave me they gave me a little portable fan to take home. Oh, <laughs> so good. I put oh, the awesome. fan on me all night, and if I couldn't sleep worth the shit, so finally they gave me an Ambien. So I could sleep. Did it work? I slept for a solid six hours the last so night. So, like, ambient, ambient is probably your magic bullet now. Well, I, I wouldn't take it every day. I would take it once a week, maybe, just to get a rest of sleep at the end of the week. Oh, okay. Yeah, people, you know? they say ambient makes you do weird things when you're, you can sleepwalk and shit. And oh, really? Yeah. Oh, dude, that would be so funny. Yeah, Justin, yeah. You, you've heard of that, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, there's... <laughs> There's like there's like some some crazy stories out there from people taking Ambien, wow, and having like weird side effects, like weird reactions. Well, I don't think we want Tim having weird reactions to anything. I mean, if we want material for the show, we do. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. So, uh, so Chris, now you uh, tell us your story. You're feeling a little ill, and and you went to the hospital or something. Oh yeah, no, no, I didn't go to the hospital uh, last week. Uh... Like uh, early Wednesday morning, like late oh, we Tuesday go. Okay. night. Yeah, we could go. Right. Wednesday, Thursday. Sure. I uh, just got super, super tired. Just felt out of it, like sick. And uh, I took two days, uh, two sick days off of work, and literally slept day and night nonstop. Really? Only getting, huh. only waking up to go to the bathroom, and they going right back to sleep. Are you and sure? And then you woke I went up? to the doctors on Thursday night, and. Uh, he said I tested positive for Corona, the new one. 
Oh, the, 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 the Omicron? He didn't say that, but he said it was the newer strain. Okay. The newer, he, the knows that, strain. he knows that way back in the beginning, in the end of 2019, the beginning of 2020, when I, I had it back then, because I felt the same exact way. But he says, no, now it's the new one. It's the it's a new one. The new. So whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> it's a different season. Yeah, the one they haven't come up with a name yet for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So. Right. It end up just being the common cold pretty soon. Everybody gets it every year. Exactly. Uh, I, it's oh, probably going to be that, That's... Justin. You're probably right. It's We're probably going to have to deal exactly with this every year. Exactly what it So is. I just felt sick, and uh, I feel the biggest thing that happened is I just felt very weak and tired all the time. Um, I have a cough, but it's... Granted, I still smoke like an asshole, but uh, you have an asshole that smokes. Yes, and uh, <laughs> it's not that uh, my chest isn't horrifically congested. Neither is my nose, mm. and uh, <laughs> so it's instead. So your got it ass is congested. Yeah, it's like you know. Your I probably, feel, I probably feel the way Justin feels right now. <laughs> what is ass? What is an ass congested? Well, if your ass is congested, isn't that like constipation? Yeah. So, so Chris's nose is congested. Is, You're yeah. full of shit. There you go. That's it. There it is. That's it. Couldn't have said it better. All right, so. Yeah. So I have. He put me on antibiotics for seven days. I still got a couple days to go. And uh, right, who's right. antibiotics? And I didn't, I didn't he know also had put, an he also, he also put on. Uh, gave me a steroid for whatever the fuck that's for. Because he wants you to. He wants to pump you up. Hulk smash. <laughs> Hulk smash! Tim broke his shower today. Oh, yesterday! Oh, my God. Yesterday. Oh, my God. Hey, was it the new one? Yeah, yeah, the new one. Yeah, it's a new shower. How the hell What'd did you do? I don't know how the fuck you did that, dude. I didn't do it. Diane did it. Oh, she Diane to, broke it. She just went to turn it on, and the thing just came right off. So she muscled it right off the whole thing. So and that's brand new, right? Yeah. So you had a? Now, now, did you fix it already? Uh, I, yeah, I fixed it today. So you had to bust through another wall to do it. I had a bust wall open. Oh, the water pain in the ass. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, you know, with the pex stuff and, and the... Uh, pex is so easy, man. Right. And the right. shark... shark. The shark bite? Forget it. Yeah. There's nothing to it, right? No no soldering. No, yeah, just, the only thing it is is just a matter of making sure everything lines up. Sure. Right. Yeah. Because all the holes are already there. Yep. Making everything fit. Yep. What, the line itself broke? The pex line? No, no, no. No, no. Pe- no, no. That didn't break. The control. The, ha- the handle broke. The handle control broke right yeah. off. Now, normally uh, you could take the cylinder out and put yeah. a new cylinder in. Right. I couldn't get the old cylinder out. I had a mm. new cylinder to put in. There. Oh I couldn't shit! Get the old one out, so I had no choice. Damn man! I have to do that on my shower right now. The the handle comes up, but only like a quarter of the way it's supposed to. Oh really? So like the flow is not as good as it should be, but I don't know. I just haven't gotten around to doing it. Oh okay. <laughs> Damn. I hear you. So uh, today, uh, I, I went to the doctor myself today because my left knee had blown up to like twice the size. Because uh, Falling apart. Falling apart, man. You know, it's yeah, all of us. The whole crew. All of us yeah, right? apart. That's, that's, when you, that's what happens when you get old, right? right? So I go Everybody's right sick here. and broken and fucking... <laughs> Jesus Christ. So The motorcycle crips. Yeah. <laughs> so he, um, so he had, first he had to drain my knee. And he, he pulled out, I guess you saw me typing on the screen, 77 cc's, which is equivalent to like just a little, little over three ounces of fluid out of my knee. Wow. Did he say so, what it's from? It's because my knee is in bad shape because it's arthritic. And not only that, he showed me the x-rays, and he says, part of the problem also is that you have bone on bone going over here. 
Oh, you need a knee replacement. So he's going like, you don't, you don't need it now. He says, but I'm telling you, 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 you I'm not going to force you into it, but you're going to need it soon. It's, it's coming. Just know that. But he gave me a cortisone shot and with something else, and he said, by tomorrow, you'll be good as new. So. Did he uh, offer you a gel injection? Uh, no, we didn't some... talk. No, he, we didn't talk about that. But uh, he just gave me that. So uh, now you've had the gel injection, right? Yes, I have. And how'd that work out? Well, it works for a while. I mean, for like six months or so, and then yeah. See now, this one. this shot that the last shot that I got lasted me four months. Yeah, so, so it doesn't last all that long. So what, no. you got to get it every four months now? Yeah, but at the point he's going to say, you want no more shots. Well, just gonna yeah, it, 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 insurance company will just say, uh, yeah, no, let's get the we're shot. not going to yeah, pay for yeah, it. Yeah, we're not going to pay for it. Right, exactly. So. They'd, ra- they'd rather spend $10,000 on replacing the knee. Right, exactly. And how much should they charge it for the shot? There I am. I have no idea. Chris, your video. Like, I think it's like I know, I know. Relax. Or, okay. it, might, it might be $600 to $1,000, I think. Yeah. I mean, so eventually they're going to tell me that get the band get the freaking knee replacement you know? exactly <laughs> you know? as long as it doesn't interfere with any of the crap that i need to do you know like my usual lifestyle i'll do it but i hear so many horror stories of people who have gotten knee replacements and then they can't do shit well you hobble as it is now you hobbling because you're hip or you hobbling because no that's because of uh, uh nerve damage to my right l- ankle uh like uh, 1996 when i hurt my back I had a, a spasm. But you just said ankle, and then you said your back. No, no, no. <laughs> but but then the it is my uh, in your sciatic nerve runs right. all the way all the way down your leg. So when I had a I had a see had a somewhat of a what do you just want to call it, spasm in my back, and it crushed the nerve that serves my right leg. So what ended up happening was I ended up with uh, nerve damage that goes down my right calf and into my foot, and as a result, my my um, right ankle has no strength anymore. So that's why I that's why I limp, because it's just it doesn't work. So anyway, but so so that's all done. So I'm I'm gonna be better tomorrow. And this is like the medical episode. It is. It's what the <laughs> fuck, man. Yeah, we're falling apart. Episode. So, hey, uh, you guys ridden? No, good. Let's talk about our medical a- uh, problem. <laughs> all right, let's talk about your move, Ted. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh man. So as if you may or may not know, I I uh, on uh, November twenty sixth. My wife and I moved into our new house on Thanksgiving Day at 1.30 in the morning. We walked into our new house here in Shalot, North Carolina. And we walked into a house with no heat, by the way. And it was, no, no. It was 42 degrees outside. And inside the house, it was like 53. <laughs> uh, so that wasn't fun. Did you have electric? No, because we have gas heat. And the thing is... Did with, you have electric? We did, yeah. That's what I asked you. Yeah, we did. We, did. we, did. we had electric. And the thing is, fortunately, the previous owner left behind a, a portable space heater. So we used that to warm up the bedroom. So we were good. Yeah. But um, it, I tell you what, you know, moving from one house to another in the same town or a couple towns over is, yeah, Justin, as you know, and it, you know, because you just did that. And, you know, Chris, you've yep. moved to, you know, I, Tim, you've never moved. So. What? <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's a pain in the ass, right? It's a, it's a, it's sucks. A, it's a pain in the ass because you got you don't realize how much shit you got until you got to pack it up and you're gonna move. You just don't know that. And yeah, correct. I know it's how all the, it's, it's all the little shit you don't. Think well, that's about. just it. You know, I know how much crap I have because my entire life is in this room I'm sitting in right now. You know, <laughs> not counting my clothes and my motorcycle and my truck. Everything else is here. So I, I congratulations, can, by the way. <clears throat> thank you very much. So it's a sweet looking truck. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, the so, 
for the past, uh, I would say since April of uh, 2021, we've been preparing, you know, working on the other house, getting things done, all that crap like that, you know, packing things up or whatever, getting ready. And then in September, we came down here to North Carolina, and that's when we saw this house that we're in now, and we put an offer in on it. Long story short, they accepted so we put it on the market with the contingency that we're going to sell our house. When we got back to New Jersey, we put our house on the market on Thursday, and on Saturday we had an offer. Nice. So we were expecting like maybe two, three weeks before we sold I the house. I hope it goes that fast for me. And no, it was like boom, right away. And not only that, we got 10, 10K above our asking price. Nice. <clears throat> so long story short, we ended up, we, we packed up the whole house and we, with boxes, surrounded by boxes and bubble wrap everywhere. And uh, we hired a mover. Here's the here's where the scam comes in. Uh, and, and, and take from this what you will if you're ever going to move, and you need uh, you need move. You have to move. You have to get a truck or whatever the case may be. When you call a moving company, nine times out of ten, you're getting a what they call a moving broker. And what they do is they pitch that job out, and then movers will bid on it. And then what they'll say, okay, I'll take it. But they, the movers who bid on it are going by the uh, estimate that the broker has given you, the user. So in this particular case, you, we got a, a moving company, and they gave us a, a cost estimate of moving of $2,800. And we said, well, shit, $2,800. bucks. they are going to pack us up, and they're going to move our stint down to North Carolina, and we're good. And they, and they knew they knew you were going to North Carolina the whole time. They knew, they knew. Even and, even telling you that price. They tell, and not, yes, and they even they what one of the things they judge your cost of your move on is the cubic feet of goods that you have, and they go around your house and they kind of analyze what that's supposed to be. That's the way they're supposed to be. But the broker online doesn't know jack shit about what you got. You may have a twenty-five room mansion and you know shit everywhere. But they ask you, how big is your house? And you say, well, our house is like 1,300 square feet. And they go, okay, great. How many bedrooms? Blah, blah, blah. You go through the whole thing. And they say, okay, well, we, we estimate that you have 938 cubic feet of stuff. And we, I'm like, uh, no, I don't think so. I think we got more than that. But they go, no, we're going to go with that. So they send this guy over, this mover dude. They show up Monday morning. Um, the day, day before, of the move. The, the, the day, no, the, this was uh, three days before we were supposed to be in the house. Right. Well, we'll I'm just this, saying that was the right. scheduled day for move. Well, but we had to be out of our house on the 23rd of November. On the 22nd of November, the mon- Monday, the mover shows up with a 26 foot truck, and he walks in. Russian dude. So the Russian mafia is involved right away. We know this. So the guy walks in. And he goes, "All right, tell, let me tell. You, this is what's going to happen. We're going to walk around your house. And we're going to look at things, and then we're going to tell you how much it's going to cost you." I said, "Well, we, we already got an estimate." No. The estimate, that's not real. <laughs> so, like, what? So, he goes around. He comes up. Okay, you have 2,300 square feet, cubic feet of stuff. So, that means this is going to cost you about $17,000. Wow. Seven, so, from 2,800 bucks to $17,000. And we're like, well, we can't do that. We know we don't have where. What? Where is that coming from? You know, So because this is the kind of thing where you're going to. They want a third up front, a third during the move, figure that out, and a third when they get it all to your house. Here's where the scam gets even better. 
there's two types of moves. There's the exclusive. That's where they take your stuff, bring it from your door, your old house, directly to your new door. That's exclusive. That's more expensive. And then they have the um, consolidated move where they take your stuff and they haul it to a warehouse in some undisclosed location and they put it there. And then when they have a truck that's going in your new general direction, what they do is they pack it in a truck with other stuff, other houses that are moving. So they divide it. So And in that case, they tell you it could be six to eight weeks before you get your stuff. Wow. Now, so in, in a panic, we go like, well, we're not doing it. Goodbye. And we shopped around, and then the cheapest price we got was $10,000, but we wouldn't get our stuff for three months. Wow. Three months. Right. So... Three months. Right. Three months. That's what they told me. You know, this is like, this is kind of last minute. You're calling us at the last minute. We can't do this stuff. Like, but three months is the soonest I can do it. So we just told them to, uh, you know, pound salt. And we ended up renting a truck from Penske, a 26-foot truck. And we hired two professional movers, guys who do this stuff for a living. They came over the house uh, on Monday, and they packed the truck. They packed, I would say, three-quarters of it. And got nearly the whole house in there. And then the next day, they said they can't do the next day. So then it was up to us to finish back in the truck. So me and two other losers that they had. There's friends of ours. They have helped us before. So they'll help you. That One was a drunk. And one, one guy was practically crippled. He couldn't do anything. So, but we packed the truck as to the gills, everything. And the only thing that was left. Do you remember, guys, Tim and Chris, when you came to the house and we emptied the basement? And mm-hmm. put all that stuff on the deck. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, it was like 90% of that stuff never made it in the truck. But you didn't have that much stuff in the house. Where did that all... I don't understand there, there was, how they fit there, up a 26-foot there, truck. There was a lot. There was a lot of stuff. And we didn't have that much furniture because we got rid of a lot of furniture. But we kept a lot of furniture, too. We kept our entire dining set. We kept our entire... Wait, you just contradicted yourself. Well, no, no, no. We, we didn't have a lot of furniture, but we, we kept had, a lot of we had no, We had no sofa. <laughs> we, had, we had no sofas. We had, you know, no bedroom furniture to speak of. Oh, well, I shouldn't say that. Deb went out and bought the bedroom set. <laughs> so, but, the, you know, there wasn't a, really a lot. There really wasn't. But the fact of the matter is the truck got filled. And then what we ended up having to do, because the truck was loaded to the gills, what we ended up having to do was, um, was, well, let me, let me finish this part. So on the 23rd, uh, I'm sorry, we, we finished packing the truck on the 23rd. The 22nd, we told the new buyers, we can't leave right now. We're going we're gonna to leave, uh, leave the 22nd. That's the only thing we can do. We're going to leave the 22nd. And so... On the on the twenty second, after we after we packed up the the, the twenty six foot truck, we what we ended up doing is we made three or four trips to a storage unit locally, and lo- took the rest of the stuff by our cars and my trailer. We took everything to the storage bin and packed the storage bin to the roof, and still had to take some stuff to my brother in law's house. So that was it. So now the house is completely empty. The truck is full. We're ready to leave. And so Tuesday morning, See, you might have wanted to do all that with the 26 foot truck, put all that stuff in the storage, and then but, yeah, but kind of, kind of, you know. So yeah. what ended up happening was we left Tuesday morning at uh, 10 o'clock. Uh, 10 o'clock? 10? No, we left at nine. No, we had left on. We left on Wednesday. Didn't no, we left on. We left on Wednesday. Uh, yeah. At let's see, uh, 10, 11, 12, 1. Yeah, we left at we left at uh, like 9:30 on Tuesday morning on Wednesday morning. 
the 22nd. And we thought, okay, you know, it's a 10-hour drive. We should get there right around, you know, 9, 10, you know, maybe 9 o'clock. You know, we'll, we'll, give, we'll give it to 12 hours. Well, let me tell you something. Uh, I-95 between New Jersey and Richmond, Virginia is, a, is what you want to call shit for brains planning as far as it goes for the road. Because there was, I've never seen so much traffic and construction ever. That's like the worst freaking way you can ever go. You know, and, and part of me wanted to say, I'm going to take 301, but I, you know, I was like, eh, I, didn't, I didn't know. So I said, well, I'm just going to take 95 because, that's the, because I, had, I was driving the 26-foot truck, which was a, 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 was a thrill that I would not want to repeat. And <laughs> Deb was in her car behind me. And then uh, my, my stepdaughter, April, was driving my Jeep with my, all my guitars and uh, a roof full of, a roof bag full of coolers and what have you, and a tail bag with all kinds of stuff in it. And did Debbie all, have the animals? She, Debbie had all the animals. Okay, and uh, so <coughs> we all took off, and it was we were just following each other down. It was like, but long, long story short, we didn't arrive, and <coughs> we didn't arrive in North Carolina at the new house here until one thirty in the morning. It took us over fifteen hours. To drive that distance, six hundred and twenty. How is it you people say they get to Florida in eighteen hours? They're leaving. They're leaving at midnight and they're going ninety miles an hour. I don't. I have no idea because I just know that it was. So what you're saying is go at night, don't go in the. Go at night and take three hundred one. Or a lot of a lot of people are telling me to to actually drive into Pennsylvania and take eighty one south. That's that. That's the better way to go. Uh, But anyway, what happened is after we got down here, uh, the very next day. April's boyfriend was with us. We unloaded the truck, the 26-foot truck. We unloaded it uh, on th- th- Thanksgiving Day. We unloaded it and we stuffed the garage and the house as much as we could. And so you did have stuffing. We did have stuffing. <laughs> In fact, my, my Thanksgiving dinner, it, we, we, was a, um, we, had, we had turkey pot pies. So that's, not, yeah, that's, what we, that's what we did. And then uh, we returned the truck. And then on Saturday, the same week, I flew back to New Jersey and rented a 15-foot truck and uh, picked up my motorcycle, which was at my brother-in-law's house on the trailer. And uh, Joe and myself, we stuffed the, the truck with everything that was in the storage bin and whatever we could over at my brother-in-law's house. And there's still stuff there right now. So with that in the trailer, and then I drove down uh, the following day back down here uh, to North Carolina. So it was a freaking nightmare. And, and again, coming down 95, uh, because I left such an early hour, I figured, well, I'm not going to. I mean, I left at the, you know, 6 o'clock in the morning. I figured, well, I'm not going to hit any traffic now, right? No, it was worse. I had, you know, I had 16 hours of, of driving. I actually got off of 95 at one point and took a side road, and that, too, was bumper to bumper for an hour and a half. So, huh. yeah, it, it sucked. So, Anyway, so we're settled here. I still I still have to make one more trip up to New Jersey to get the last of the stuff, and it's only when did when days. when did the traffic ease up? At what point? Uh, between Washington D.C. and Richmond, Virginia, I, there's a there's a, a highway called 295, which is basically a bypass that goes around Richmond, Virginia, and where that split is, uh, 295 95. Once I hit that, the traffic went away. But between uh, Alexandria. Uh, Washington D.C. to that area, it was. If I, I called you a couple times, Tim, what else was I doing? Like 15, 20 yeah. miles an hour. Yeah. Right? Sometimes I was standing still. 
So it's a it, high populated area. That's why. I, we, you know, not only that, but I kept getting reminded that you know this is Thanksgiving weekend, and you're no, you're commuting the worst, the worst travel, the worst travel, and so that's what I, I was dealing with. I was dealing with that. So, uh, you know, finally I got I got the bike down here, and um, I got everything done. So we're, we're now it's just a matter of just organizing the house. One of the first things that had to get done was get my office slash studio put together because I have to work. So that was one of the first things to get put together so that I could start working. In fact, my boss was kind enough. I, I asked for two additional days off. So I took Monday and Tuesday off of a following week just so I could get my office together. And uh, what an interesting story. What, what, what I never mentioned this to you guys is before the, let me see, the, the, the Saturday before we packed up the trucks to come down here, uh, what had happened was uh, I had the bike out and I was clearing out. I was, I was packing stuff up inside the Ted shed and I go, okay, I'm done. I'm going to put the bike back in the shed, started the bike up, put it in gear and I let go of the clutch and the, and my drive belt snapped. What? You heard me. The drive belt snapped. Yeah. Those belts don't just snap either, man. I tell you. So I was like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. Cause I thought it was like, what the hell's wrong? Cause I, at first I didn't know what it was. Cause I kept, I, I put it in gear, let out the clutch and we're like, what the hell's going on here? Well, you right thought now? the clutch went, I thought the clutch went, I thought something internal. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? This pissed me off. So I put the bike back in. I said, oh, look, I'll just fix it when I get down there. I'm not going to worry about it now. Um, so lo and behold, when we got down here, and then I, when I had a free thirty second, no, free thirty seconds of time, I towed the bike over to Beach House Harley Davidson right over here in Shalot, literally uh, eight, 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 like eight minutes from my house, and uh, gave the bike to them. I said, "Just please fix the belt and give me a new battery because I needed a new battery." And then, then that's, that's it. Okay. So, but while I'm there, Jim, uh, the the service manager there, he. Pulls the he pull he, you know get because the belt is just dangling there because I saw it he just pulls the belt out the belt was missing about oh maybe a dozen or so maybe two dozen teeth off wow. the belt yeah the belt was in horrible condition it was split there were cracks everywhere and so I was like, okay well there you go you know and which is which is interesting because not more than a year before that I had attempted to ride the bike down to the keys again so i mean saving grace i guess i'm glad it didn't work yeah. out that way but but yeah the belt snapped so good news is i picked the bike up tonight Yay. nice riding home Wonderful. tonight um uh, uh this so you guy did your uh, first ride in north carolina i did i rode from the harley dealer back to my house <laughs> so, how was it oh dude it was awesome it was wonderful and did they rape, rape you or no? Well, it was. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you, it's, it was fourteen hundred dollars, including in, including because they called me up after I dropped it off and they said, uh, "Your rear pulley is really, really bad shape." <laughs> so, well, that's why. That's why your fucking belt was. Yeah, that, exactly. Your pulley destroyed the belt. That yeah. belt doesn't just get destroyed no, all the time. That I know. So, but here's the thing: I also know that that rear pulley was an aftermarket pulley. I do know yeah. that for definite. Because that's part of the problem with the squeak, I believe, that I was having. So anyway, yeah, the infamous squeak. squeak. <laughs> it's not squeaking now, that's for sure, because I got, I got a Harley Davidson uh, rear pulley on there. So they replaced the pulley, and I got the new battery, and, of course, the new belt. So all of that came to $1,400. How does it feel right now? Dude, it's unbelievable. It's amazing. Does it feel any different? Yeah, it seems like the power is there. The power is back. It doesn't seem like there's, you know, like it's not dragging, but it's all there. 
And plus, you know, aside from aside from that, you know, of course, they checked the bike over really well. Good. They did some things. Did like you that. like? Did you appreciate their service? I tell you what, uh, Jim and Bob and the guy who worked on the bike, his name is Dutt. Do you think his name is Dusty? But everybody calls him Dutt. Uh, they did a fantastic job, and I really appreciate the work that they did. So if you're down here in Shalote, North Carolina, head on over to Beach House Harley David. It's an absolutely beautiful, beautiful uh, dealership. It's uh, if you guys remember. Um, you know, Bergen Harley Davidson, of course, and of course, Ocean uh, Harley Davidson, Ocean County. Um, this dealership is prettier than that one, man. I'm telling you, it's gorgeous, gorgeous place, and they got a shit ton of bikes in there. A lot. I'm really surprised. They got the new sports. Hey, hey Justin, do you miss Bergen? Yeah, do you? Uh, he's smirking. <laughs> well, because be, it's, I, it's a loaded question. I right? miss the people. No, it's not. It's a real. It's a question. Yes or no? <laughs> I miss. I miss the people that I worked with, yeah. right? And, uh, you know, it afforded me a lot of really cool opportunities. Like we talked about when I got flown out to Vegas to sure. ride the bikes around the track and, you know, all the different opportunities. Um, and you're you not going to fly I... you anywhere to, to plumb a pipe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, need um, to, we need you to fix the toilet in San Diego. <laughs> but uh, as far as... Um, getting myself out of the retail world uh, in that sense, uh, I don't miss it. I definitely feel like I made the right move. I go into work at 7, I get out of work at 3, and there is nothing work-related that happens until the next day at 7. So That's it's a like beautiful thing. Yeah? my phone is not ringing constantly when I'm home. Uh, my phone is not constantly ringing on my day off. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not getting stuck at work late. I'm, I have weekends for the first time in uh, forever because I've never had a job that had weekends. Uh, you know, so, and it's nice. It's, you know, dealing with the public uh, can be really taxing. And, you know, you work every holiday and whenever cool shit's going on, that's when you're your busiest. So uh, I get to be one of those people that goes to places like that on those days instead of having to work them. Get to right, be normal, right. have a life after work. Yeah. I, I'm out of work at three. So you can't beat that. Now, no. Can, can you, are you close enough to work that you could ride? Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, Do you? Now, uh, I, well, no, I haven't only because um, the parking lot is kind of like this, like, dirt, gravelly, shitty parking lot and uh you know at the moment we're not in the nicest area right so yeah okay but I hear. Uh, given the opportunity i will you know it's funny about because the way we're doing the zoom thing is i got us all sitting at this table you guys can't see it but i can see it and uh tim is to my right and chris and justin are to my left so if I look like this, it looks like I'm looking at Justin or Tim. <laughs> right. Justin or Chris. And if I look like this, I'm looking at Tim. Now, but I don't know what happens when you guys turn. Tim, turn, look, look, to your, look to your left. So you look at left. Now you're looking at me. You're looking at Chris. Chris, look to your left. You're looking at Justin. And Justin, look to your right. Justin, look to your right. Justin's video. His picture, his picture froze. His, his picture froze. See, uh, okay. He's gone. He's, He's gone. Fate. Huh? Where He's not he? here. He's not here. He left. He got kicked. I don't know. Maybe he'll Do you see me? Yeah, I can see. Oh, there you go. There you go. I said, you look to your right. See, now you're looking right at Chris. Okay, fine. Yeah, so it's worked out. It works out good that way. 
So now we can all pretend that we're looking at each other, right? There you go. Cool. <laughs> all we're missing, all we're missing, is Alice in the middle. Yeah, who the fuck is Alice? <laughs> see now, where's our waitress? You gotta have a waitress walk by. All right. See now, see what I would love to have if I could find one or get one. I would love to get a like a cafe kind of a setting that we can have here. That would be cool. Why don't you write the company to put this up? I will. I'll do that. And the thing is, we have two vacant seats here. So what this gives us the opportunity to do for a guest is to have guests pop in on us on either. And then we have pop them in. That's great. We can have guests pop in. So we're going to start doing that. But listen, before we get any further, I want to let you know that today is a special day. Today is Bill of Rights Day. Ooh. Ooh. Today is also International Tea Day. Chris, you still, you still drinking your tea? Me? Is your name Chris? No. Today is also Lemon Cupcake Day. Uh. And today is also, which is a contradiction, it is also National Cupcake Day. So I don't know how this makes the... Pudding. All cupcakes. Right. There's no exclusion. That's no, why. Like, I, I just wonder how the lemon <laughs> cupcake people feel about it. And today is also National Wear Your Pearls Day. Justin, you're not wearing your pearls. I had them on before, but you caught me right after the shower. Oh, okay. <laughs> he pulled them out of his ass already. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and today is also... Come on, Justin. That was funny. National Cat Herders Day. Cat herders. National cat herders. Herds a cat. I know. I don't. Hey, look. I'm just. I'm just reporting the news here. That's all I am. That's all. I'm That's doing. ridiculous. I know it is. Did Chris leave? He left. He went potty. He went potty probably. Some little bit of news. If you guys want to talk about some news here, I will share the news. Okay. Here we go. Share is here. A a university in in Zurich. Uh, the, the ETH Zurich uh, University has discovered a way to pull uh, fuel from the air. What? So, yes, the idea of conjuring petrol from nothing but fresh air and sunlight sounds like alchemy, but a pilot project in Switzerland has proved that it is possible. So they're already in the process of pulling CO2 and H2O added to this reactor strips, and it creates hydrogen, carbon monoxide. They call it syngas, and it's the basis for a variety of fuels. So they're putting this together. But yeah, but how much of it does it take to run anything? Here we go. And it says right here, uh, the prototype makes around 100 liters of syngas per day. That's and how much of syngas would you need to run a... Well, this you see, the syngas has to be turned into uh, gasoline from that point, and it can be because it can be refined to anything. And you get a gallon out of all that. And it sounds like to me like it's while it is possible, um, it will take forever to do. Well, I think it's going to be. I don't think it will be right. cost effective. It, That's it definitely won't be cost effective, and because it will take production forever. Values. I mean, who knows? They they may they may improve. The, the process in the years to come, but I don't, I don't know. I yeah. don't see how that's going to be. If possible. you have the opportunity to buy stock in it, buy stock in it. Right, exactly. Exactly. Who would have, I mean, look, think about, you know, Amazon years ago was a fucking bookstore. Right. And, like, you would have thought, like, why would I put my money into a bookstore? Everything's going digital. And then next thing you know, it's Amazon fucking everything. Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. And so. uh, also, uh, if you guys don't already know this, Livewire has gone public it's the first publicly oh, really? traded motorcycle ev comp- motorcycle company in the u.s through a, but they merged 
with uh, AEA Bridges Corporation, Impact Corporation. Uh, so Livewire is actually a public, tr- publicly traded company now. So that's nice. that's that's big news for Harley Davidson and of course for Livewire. So I just heard something today that like a bunch of the EV stuff is like really struggling right now, I, like financially. Uh, you know, I can, I can see that. You know, I do, what I wonder, though, is I think the big question in everybody's mind, and I know it's a question in my mind, is how long do these batteries last? You mean? Well, like, yeah, that, that's always a problem. Because, in what capacity? Well, what is their lifespan? What is a, you mean what, what is even it? after charging and charging and charging? Like, at one point, is it just rendered yeah. useless? Exactly. Yes. Yeah, what, what point, what, at what point does the battery just not... Uh, if I remember correctly, and if I don't, well, too bad. But um, <laughs> if I remember correctly, I believe that the number 10 years is sticking out in my head uh, from Livewire stuff. 10 years. So now, yeah. I don't remember if that was the warranty or if that was the life expectancy uh, or if I'm completely off base on everything. But for some reason... Uh, 10 years is sticking out of my head as far as uh, like the lifespan of uh, those yeah. batteries. Yeah. And, you know, it is, and this is this, the question that comes into my mind. Now, again, I am only asking these questions because I don't know. And I've never done the research to look at it. I, I just don't have time for that. But, uh, and if you know, write into the podcast and let us know. What is the lifespan of these batteries? Because right now, let's take a company like, Z- uh, like Zero, for example. They've been producing electric motorcycles for years. So... What happens when these batteries reach end of life? And they were because it happens even with solar array systems. Like I have a solar array on my on my cabin upstate. Now, what happens when these uh, deep cycle batteries reach to the point where we, oh, we can't charge anymore? What happens to it? <coughs> well, it goes. To what, it goes. To, you take it to a place and they do they disassemble it and recycle the parts, or does it just become landfill material? It gets buried. That's you know, and that's that's the big buried question. Buried eighty feet down. That's a big question that not everybody's answering. You know, it, well, I don't it, know. It, that's that's the problem. That's part of the thing. It's like, it, are you saving when you're adding at the end of the cycle? You know what I'm saying? Also, yeah. which you're you're, you're going to take this battery and throw it out at the end. You well, like for example, you're going to have tons of batteries all over. Well, let's way. say for example, in, in like my bike right now is 19 years old. Now let's take a, and then then you take a zero motorcycle or you take a, a, a live wire for example. Now at 19 years old, that battery is long gone. That battery is no longer working doing its thing. So, can you put a new battery in that bike? Yes. You can put a refurbished battery in there. Now you can put it. You can put another one in, but it's so at least for the live wire. Uh, the frame if you will right is basically like the seat in the front end and the rear axle are basically like built around to the, the battery right, exactly so that uh, means you would have to hope that if you're going to replace said battery that oh, it will it will basically like replacing the frame yeah. on a it, traditional bike right, right exactly so now is that is that of course a new battery is that going to be compatible with your bike well, they would have to make it. Uh, so, like, if they know, okay, typically speaking, these things are going to last 10 years, they're going to have to make replacement stuff sure. compatible sure. 
in and around that time frame. They can't be like, oh, well, new technology, new technology, so fuck off. They, <laughs> that defeats the whole point of them sure. having a, a, a parts entity. Yeah, yeah but, but basically, what, based on what you're saying, though, you're saying you have to basically take the whole frame apart, or it is the frame of the bike. It, the, the battery is essentially the frame. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, it doesn't make sense. I wonder how throwing much, out the whole bike. Yeah, I wonder how much that would cost to do. But I know you know what because it's so early in the age of these bikes, regardless of manufacturer, it, there's there's no known cost for that. We don't know wow. how much that whole thing's going to cost. You could, I'm sure you could get a quote on it now. Oh, you call oh, okay. It's going to be the well, cost of the whole bike. Again? Let's face it. If you if you have if you own one and you have a defective battery. They've got to be able to replace it, right? Oh, sure, but that's with with current existing technology. What happens in ten years when you go to replace that? And they're going to go like, "Oh, well, we don't have that particular battery in stock anymore, but we do have model G twenty five sixteen, which is two generations past yours." Now the question: Will it fit in my bike? They, 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 might, they might have a a a, a an like adapter. A, uh, no, I think what they might do is even like have a trade-in policy where you're trading in for the next bike as at the cost of what this is one something would cost. we're going to have to look into. I'm curious. I want to know. All right, let us know. Let us know. Hey, Wait, Chris, 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 turn your mic on. Your mic's off, Chris. We can't hear you. Oh boy, he fucked up. Um. Anyway, another news. Oh, Chris was going to say something. Oh, no, he's yes, not. he was saying something. Hold on. A second. He was let saying something. That. Let him fix that so we can hear him. Yeah. What the hell, man? He's looking down at his penis. And that's Why is attached. he looking at his penis? Because people are looking at this. Why is he looking at his penis? No, I can't no, hear you. Cannot yet. hear you. Not yet. Not yet. Check on your not Zoom yet. screen. Make sure you're not muted on the Zoom screen. No? No, nope, uh, we don't hear you. We don't hear you. Ted muted you. I did nothing. Ted. I'm just saying because my hands are right here. I'm not touching nothing. <laughs> See, my hands are here. These are my hands. Not touching anything. Go this way, this way. See? That's nope, not crazy. working yet, Chris. Not working. Oh, uh, no. Anyway, well, I, I, I want him to chime in on what he was going to say. But... Yeah, I want to hear him, too. Yeah. Nope. Still nope, not there. Not yet. Wow. Chris, now, is this <laughs> it's, it's not technical difficulties. How about now? Can you hear there me? You yeah, there, there you go. Yeah, you are. are. Yeah, right, okay. Gotcha. Perfect. Anyway, you were, what you were saying? What you were going to say, Chris. Oh. Here we go. He's in the wind tunnel. That's right. Oh, hold on a sec. Let me fix that. Okay. That's <laughs> no, fine now. Yeah. Well, he's not saying now. Talk. Barely. You're very, very quiet. <laughs> How about now? Very fine. Yep. Better. Okay. A lot better? We, yeah. Yep. Good. All right. Now, what were you saying? I said I'm assuming that the, the cost of the live wire, uh, most of the cost of that b bike has got to be the fucking batteries. Probably. I have to assume so. And then what you were talking about technology, but that's that's the way technology goes. It's the same thing with me building a new computer. Four years from now, five years from now, it's all obsolete. Yeah. That act, that same thing could happen whether that bike is uh, $1,000 or $30,000. Ten years from now, you buy a live wire now, ten years from now, that fucking bike can be completely obsolete. Yeah. So you're basically saying you're, you're not getting a, a replacement battery. You're not getting any kind of fucking help on it. You're basically buying a, ba a, ba a battery with wheels. Yeah, that's all you could have. Yeah, you could have a big paperweight. That's thirty thousand dollars. You know, even despite that, despite that, if I had the opportunity, I and, and, you know, money was there, I would own a live wire. 
either the Harley Davidson version or the Livewire. I would I would definitely own one because the bike is phenomenal for one. I love it. I really love the bike a lot. Well, Livewire in itself is a separate company. It is. It is. Like, but it's the same bike. It's the same bike. You know. Either way, I would I would own one in a heartbeat. No question about it. Speaking of Harley bikes, Harley has issued a recall for the Pan America. Uh oh, trouble already. Yes, and I will read to you the story right now. Um, that was the last time I saw Justin at Bergen before he left. Yeah. And that was the last bike I ever tested. Road was the uh, Pan America. Yep, Harley. Yeah, interest, interestingly enough, that was the last time we saw the keys for that bike. No shit, really? The keys never came back. No. What are you trying to say, Justin? What are you trying to say? Seriously? <laughs> when uh, they were they were stuck to the back of the bike. Oh, okay. And uh, when Chris took it for a ride, I guess they fell off. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Oops. Well, I don't have the bike, and I didn't end up with it. So. Yeah. No, we got a new set. We got a new set. Right. So Harley-Davidson Motorcycle Company has issued a safety recall on certain 2021 Pan America bikes due to the seat base potentially fracturing. Harley well, says that, that, good. that field data indicates that these conditions is most likely to develop when a rider grasps the grab rail attached to the seat base while maneuvering the bike up onto its center stand. If the seat base fractures while the bike is in motion, it could pose a safety risk to riders. An estimated 2,689 motorcycles or around 1% of the population are believed to be affected, and the issue is a seat base that may lose threaded insert retention at one or more of the fastening locations. So bikes built between March 8th, 2021 and October 13th, 2021 are included in this recall. A total of 2,647,000, no, I'm take that back, 2,647 2021 Pan Americas 1250S models are included in this range, as well as 42 Pan America 1250S's. That's uh, an incredibly small number, all things considered. It, it, it is. Very it is. small. Yeah. Uh, those bikes produced after October 13th have an updated and improved seat base installed and are not part of the recall. Affected VINs are non-sequential and range between... Let me give you a range of the, uh, of the VIN numbers. So your best bet is to go onto Harley's website and service site and check the VIN number for the recalls to see if your bike is included. Correct, Justin? Yep. All right. So or just call. That's cool. Yeah, just call to find out if your bike is affected with that. Uh, uh, let's do let, let's do bin it. Can we do some bin it? Bin it. Bom, bom, hey, Chris, bom, can, you do the, bom, can you do the music? I don't know. Let's see what it sounds like. Let's see what it sounds like. Just run it. We'll, we'll do it. Let's see what it sounds like. And this is going to come just as we're starting uh, on our way to our 400th episode. By the way, did you know that the Motorcycles and Misfits are over 400 episodes already? Good for them. Yeah, it's good for them. Very good. And, uh, wow, let's see. Cleveland Moto's in the mid-threes. <coughs> so we're, we're catching up. <laughs> yeah, right. An episode a day. Let's do it. Let's do it. We can turn it over, man. We can. We'll, get, we'll get to 499 days. Perfect. I don't know if you guys could do that. I mean, I mean, it, they could be ten minute episodes, right? There you go. Nobody said how, how long they had to be. They never, exactly. 30, Thirty minutes a day is good enough. Right? Exactly. You know what the hell? Yeah. We used to remember we used to do them one episode a week. Yeah, it was too much. That was too much. And then I was doing and then I was doing like two or three interviews a week. So it was it was getting way wow. out of control. Chris, oh hey Ted, before I forget, yeah. After the show, yeah. 
let you and I uh, do like a little sideline thing because I want to talk to you about something about an interview. Okay, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Always looking for an interview. Where did Chris go? Here. I'm here. Okay. All right. You, do you have you have music I'm for trying me? To, oh, no. You know, I swear to God, nothing but technical difficulties. <laughs> He's playing with his nipples. He, uh, he <laughs> probably is. Oh, he probably is. I don't know. Like, right, well, it's, it's like a turntable. You know, you put the turntable up to his nipple. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> boom. My app? Yeah. I'm, it's not playing any sounds at all. Is it plugged into the system? Like, just the phone itself, it's doing nothing. You got to shut That's it off. Never, you got to shut off. That's never happened before. Shut it, shut it off. off turn it back on. Okay, well, let's all, I'm just going to get to it right now. So, Scorpion Go. Helmets. Our guy, Chris Martinez, over at Scorpion Helmets, he's been... Um, He's been really a great supporter of the show. Uh, he's been, he's been, you know, he's really helped us out a lot. He put uh, something on our heads. He's he put stuff on our heads, you know. So they oh, offer cool. high quality, innovative motorcycle helmets and technical apparel at an incredible value. So to learn more. You go to scorpionusa.com. Yes, and, and get uh, a scorpion helmet. And tell Chris. Martin don't forget this. to polish your helmet. That, well, now listen. <laughs> I don't know that. I want Chris, you to keep your helmet. Clean, I don't know that Chris right? is going to do that. Keep your helmet clean. And our good friend Kyle Isaacs over at Shanko Tires has also been a great Shanko. supporter of the show. Um, Shanko has a tire to suit your needs and riding style without breaking your bank account. So go to Shanko Tire USA and tell them that the Motorcycle Man podcast sent you. And, and Shanko, Shanko. Thank you, Tim. You remember? Uh, we lost Chris again. He's there. Are you there, Chris? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Now we can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we got the real Craig Johnson over at Wild Ass Seats. Now, you can Wild improve your comfort seats. and ability to stay in the sun longer with a cushion from Wild Ass Seats. So if you are tired of those painful pressure points and fatigue, you go to wild-ass.com and get your cushion today. Remember, that's Craig Johnson, who's been a great supporter of the show over the years. And he will awesome. continue. That. And, of course, we got Dave Cook over at Uclear Digital to – Provide us with headset stuff so we Did can you hear talk that? and enhance your rides with Euclid's Dynamesh compatible intercom, powerful music, and crystal clear phone calls on any road, any trial, and on any helmet. And <laughs> to learn more, go to EuclidDigital.com and tell them that the Motorcycle Men podcast sent you. And of course, finally, finally, without if you don't without get further, in Dave's pants, you're not doing it right. Dave Ackerman and his partner Andrew over at Tobacco Motorwear. And they have been absolutely fantastic to us. They've, they're just wonderful guys. And I love their company. I love their products. I wouldn't be talking about them if I didn't believe what they do. And anybody that, that supports the show, you wouldn't hear them mentioned here if I didn't believe what they do. All these people do great stuff. But Tobacco Motorwear, they're one of our favorites. Uh, for the yep. best in casual riding gear for men and women, there's a one place you should be going. Bands, That's it. That's all. That's what I wore today. Listen, I only had to go from eight miles to pick up my bike, and I put my tobacco jeans on. So that, that, that says something. Cool, yo. And uh, so it's the only place you should be going for this stuff, and that's Tobacco Motorwear. Visit them at TobaccoMotorwear.com, and our listeners will get 10% off your order when you use the coupon code MOTOMAN. Now, your safety is nice. worth it, so go over there and get in Dave's pants. All right? Mm-hmm. And... Uh, the podcast, motor, uh, motorcycle podcast, the motorcycle men podcast is supporting David's Dream and Believe Cancer Foundation. Uh, support for David's Dream and Believe Cancer Foundation is helping families stricken with the effects of cancer. So go to davidsdreamandbelieve.org to donate. And of course, helping families of fallen soldiers is the Gold Star Ride Foundation. 
um, for, for police, fire, and first responders and our military. Of course, donate and participate in the next Gold Star Ride. Go to goldstarride.org to donate and participate in that next Gold Star Ride. And that's it for our Ben It. Ben It. You know, the show's yeah. just not the same without our sound effects. I know. It's just not. You know, we got to get... Everybody's got. We're gonna get you guys. Well, we on got board. something in the works, Ted. Don't forget. We got we're something in the works. We're working out. We're you working know, it out. When I get moved downstairs, I can get on board. We can get everything. We'll get back it done. We we'll get it. We're, we're, we got stuff in the works, and we're gonna have our show get it back to normal, and uh, we're gonna get Justin on on, on on par too. Also, we're gonna get that all going. So we got some yeah. events coming up. Uh, the fourteenth annual Hangover Ride. <laughs> Excuse me, Tim. The 14th annual Hangover Ride is taking place in Hillsborough, New Jersey, on January 1st. Hangover Ride. The Hangover Ride. If you want to participate in that, uh, let me share this with you. There it is right there. It's going to be taking place right there at the uh, It's a Charity Benefit. Uh, we'll be joining us in the new year to start it the best way possible for a nice ride. Fundraising includes a ride, 50-50, vendors, cash and bar, sign in at 10 o'clock, kickstands up at 12-15, 30 to 45-minute escorted ride. I've done it a couple times. Yeah. Is it, how is it? Pretty good? Yeah, it's good. It starts at the Manville Hillsboro Elks, 2119 in uh, Hillsboro. So check that out. That's going to be a cool event. And also, we got the Atlantic City International Motorcycle Show, January 7th through the 9th. I wanted to go to that last year, and I didn't make it. But uh, you guys, I think, I think, Chris, you should go. Because I'm going. Year, Ted? What's that? You're going to go this uh, year? Yeah, I'm going to go this year. I'm going to make sure I make it this year on January 7th. I'm going to drive up. I'm going to, I'm going to drive 14 hours to go to a motorcycle show and come home. Well, then you'll see me because I'm going. Oh, you're going? Uh, yeah. All right, good. Great. Yeah, me and a couple of buddies. Hey, I've been wanting to go to this for a while, but... Uh, hey, Justin, you should try to get in because you are part of Motorcycle Men, so get in in this press and it, it's free. Yeah, dude. What, what's wrong with you? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. This is what I'll do, Justin. You didn't I, think about that, did you? I will contact... Go in his press. I will contact them and get a press... And then you get in early, too. Well, yeah, listen. you get in early, too. So listen, Justin, I will uh-huh. con- I will contact them. I will get a press pass for you, and I will uh, get that issue to you. And all you have to do is just show up up there on press. This is who I am, and boom, and they'll give you a, a lanyard with your name on it, and in you go for nothing. You can go. you get three? <laughs> I, I can. I can. I can. I'll, go, I'll get three. Right. Yeah, just will be okay. awesome. We'll talk. All right, we'll get, we'll, get that, we'll get that going. And then all you got to do is just take pictures. That's it. That's right. You've got to get some that. information for us. And okay. we also have uh, the Timonium International Motorcycle Show and Swap Meet is happening February 11th and <laughs> February 11th through the 13th. Huffy the, Cl- <laughs> Huffy the Clown has been trying to get us to go to this for years, mm. and we just never make it down. That's, an, that's at the Maryland State Fairgrounds, Timonium. Uh, so that's happening. That's a, It's got to be good. If it's anything like the... Um, what was the other one we went to, Chris? Tim? What was that? Uh, oh, uh, 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 you're going to make oh, the, the, No, the Harley Rendezvous. Harley, Harley okay. Rendezvous. That's the other one. Yep. Kind of like that. Well, you know, anything that Huffy goes to, there's guaranteed to be scantily clad women. Right? <laughs> All the time. Not, not, not very PC, Ted. Come on. Oh, well, do we ever try to be PC? Don't, don't objectify. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> March 14th through uh, Sunday, March 4th through uh, Sunday, March 13th, we have Daytona Bike Week. And since now it's only seven hours away from me right now, I may have to go. Have you ever been? Yeah, yeah well, then again, you were only 10 hours away from here and you were 15. So. This is true. Yes, <laughs> now, I, I've never been, no. Have you, Justin? Yeah, I have. I went once. Yeah, any good? 
yeah, it was fun. Um, I made, the, I did it. I mean, I probably, I think I've said this before, but I made the mistake of doing it in reverse, and I went to Sturgis first. Yeah. And then I went to Daytona, and hindsight being what it was, I would have, I would have flip flopped that. Yeah, I think so because it's a different thing. So uh, again, so let's. Uh, it's hosted. I didn't know this, but it's hosted. It's hosted by the Daytona Regional Chamber of Commerce. I didn't know that. So it's going to be happening uh, Daytona Beach from uh, Ocean to the World, the famous Daytona Speedway and beyond. So, it'd be nice. Maybe I'll make it to it. Maybe I'll see Gloria Struck down there. Who knows? Uh, Arizona Bike Week, April sixth to the tenth, and then we've got Myrtle Beach Bike Week happening May thirteenth to the second. And you oh, know, you can go, you're you can go to, that. to that one. And I will be attending Myrtle Beach Bike Week because it's only a, not even an hour away. Yep. Really nice. nice really close. Look at you. Uh, now, listen, I want to talk to you guys about the Motorcycle Man Jeopardy thing. Uh-oh. <clears throat> Seeing that we're, not, we're obviously not doing it today, but do we want to continue doing that? <coughs> oh, my God. We, got, we have to get invest in a cough filter for you guys. <laughs> But is, is do you think we should mute keep, button? A uh, mute button. Keep doing it. Do, keep doing. I think it. Justin's response is uh, yeah. probably no. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know what I fucked up? What? I was muted, and when I coughed, I unmuted it. <laughs> That's not how you're supposed to do it. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. I don't care either way. Okay. Because now that we have, we're, we're using this new technology. Each time no. we do, if we if we do it. No. New. Yeah. New, new, new to us. New you still got to put in floppy disks to get it to work. Yeah, 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 apparently. Oh, the five and a quarter inch floppy disk. Be, yeah. Let's be correct. Now. We're running DOS right now. <laughs> That'd be Off AOL. Well, here's a guy. <laughs> DOS 3.2. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just more fascinated than just a new DOS. That's you're right. Where, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> that's, that's the point. That's my cutoff. <laughs> well, I'll have you know, there's really nothing before DOS. So. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying I don't know anything newer than that. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. Uh, but yeah, no, because now that we have this, we can always we can every time we do a show, we can introduce a desk, a, a guest, to fill in the slots to make the game well, more interesting. What I'm suggesting is if Jay, Justin is going to the Atlantic City Bike Week. Right. His both of his friends can be on the show and fill those last two seats. Good, that's very And positive. they can have, put their input on what they observed. We can if have that. Justin can... thinks that would be a good, wise idea. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. That. Let's see how it goes, man. Let's see if there's enough to talk about. Yeah, I guess I think so. Uh, I have coming up, and I, and I know this has been mentioned before, but now that oh, hold on a sec, is that show in AC? Is that the same? Is that the same show people that do all the other ones too? Uh, no, 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 no. This is just Atlantic City. That's, that's all. Okay. That yeah, no, it's, um, uh, okay. are all the, all the makers going to be there though? I, I have no idea. I really don't know who's going to be there. I, 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 I think yeah. it's more, I think it's more of like a swap meet and a bike show. It is. That, that's what they say it is. Uh, this year, Atlantic City Harley uh, welcomes Harley Davidson, Ocean County Power Sports, Mountain Holly Motorsports, B&B Cycle, Cross Country Power Sports, Nix Custom Cycles, and other major vendors. The show features new motorcycles at discount show pricing, custom motorcycles, vintage machines, full bar, and vendors from all over the country marketing new and unique items. Uh, this is not a t-shirt convention. Uh, they have a tattoo event going on, an indoor flat track race, 
and a concert. Okay, uh, let's see. They're also going to have new motorcycles and power sports and ATVs, road and off-road, big show discounts, swap meet, vintage, custom and antique bike show, live music, full bar, indoor for three days. Uh, there you go. So, yeah, they got a lot of crap going on. So, no, this is just a uh, this three-day event in Atlantic City. It doesn't need to be anywhere else. So, there you go. Cool. So, when you guys, so when you go, Justin. Yeah. Full report, man. We'll chat about it. Yeah, we'll chat about it. So uh, I have, I know I've mentioned this before, but now that I'm settled where I am, I'm going to be having Alcomodo uh, YouTube channel. I'm going to have the host there. Uh, he's going to be on the show. I'm going to have another interview with Graham Field, who author and uh, motorcycle rider. He, he's got a couple of books out, quite a few books. He's got four, five books out now. Uh, and there's going to be an interview with Chris Hopper. I mentioned this briefly last time. He rode uh, 100,000 miles in uh, 100 days. Wow. So he's going to wow. be on the show. That's uh, that's quite an that's quite an achievement. Hundred thousand miles in a hundred days. That's right, sir. Hundred thousand miles a day. That's insane. Holy shit! Yeah. Wow. But he had there was another guy uh, who did the same thing at the same time, but in a different. He did it in a different way or something. I'm not sure. I got all the details on it yet. But uh, that's about it. I got. I don't have anything else. Uh, I will be riding. This weekend, I'm going to take the bike out on Sunday and do my first local ride. Nice. Do some exploring, huh? I'm going to do some exploring. That's right, man. Can't wait to get out. Ah. How about you guys? Got anything coming up? Tim, you got to go ride this weekend? (laughs) (laughs) I still got work to do. Oh, my God. When is your house going to be done? Uh, My kitchen counters are coming next week. The guy came today. Okay. And then I get the backsplash in, and then I'll be done. So you're not going to be – you're going to be done before Christmas? Right on Probably Christmas not. Day. Christmas Day, I'll be working. Oh, shit. No. <laughs> My last day, no. Yeah? Mom, Chris, and uh, Jenna and boyfriend are coming over, and we're going to have a little okay. feast. Okay, a little, little Christmas little hey, Christmas. we're going to break in the new kitchen. All right, well, I mean, this is, this is unofficially our Christmas show. So, uh, unofficially, yep. <laughs> unofficially, it's our Christmas show. We usually do the fat-ass Santa Christmas giveaway. And next year, we'll certainly do it next year, and we'll get that taken care of. Uh, Chris, you doing any riding coming up, or are you still going to sequester yourself? Yeah, there you go, Justin. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's just not going to be. That's the quietest paper I've ever heard. I I tell you what, Justin, this is what you're going to have to do. Next year, let's make a plan that you come down here, and we do the show, the Christmas show from here. Okay. All right, we'll do that. We'll, we'll set up in the garage, and uh, we'll do that. We'll have, we'll have we'll do a nice Christmas show here. You know, not for nothing. What? But in all the years that we did it at the other V Twin location, yeah, they never forced us into the garage. No, Just this, is true. this is true. Well, unfortunately, the 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 the, uh, the office here that I that I currently work in, I guess yeah, there might be an. It, it put it this way, it's smaller than. It's smaller than the room that we had downstairs in Tim's house. So, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm fine with the garage. Yeah, it would be fine. We'll it. it's, it's yeah, but a, hey, Justin, his garage has a wood floor. My garage has a wood floor, so fuck you. <laughs> no, I had a TV. So Let's do it. tell me what garage has that. Yeah. Let's That's do it. it. And here's you know what's interesting? Because we're, we're, we're ripping out the kitchen here, and we're putting a new kitchen in. This kitchen, with its granite countertops, is going out into the garage. Hmm. Yeah, like, clutter it more, Ted. There no, you no, go. no, That's no, no. really going to help. It's going to be my workbench. 
I'm going to have granite countertops for my work. Okay. Ah, see? So let's see every time you hammer on it, what happens. I'm not going to do that. I'm not even going <laughs> to attach my vice to it. So anyway. So, <laughs> All right, uh, Chris, you got any riding coming up you got, this weekend? No? I uh, just, you know, got to. going to stay sequestered? Yeah, say sequestered for just for a little bit longer. and uh, right. Yes, we want you healthy for Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And Justin, how about you? Uh, well, unless something changes, the only thing that I know for sure that is coming up as far as riding is uh, we always do take a ride on, uh, yeah. Where is it? Uh, we always do take a, a ride uh, on New Year's Day. It's Back up, Ted. Back up towards your towards your face. There you go. A little bit more. A little bit more. There you go. No. That Disappears. Was... Disappears on all. Oh yeah. Well, you're so, gonna do a ride on Christmas Day, huh? New Year's Day. New Year's Day. I might do. We, that. we, do, we do it every year. Okay. What's that for the uh, Cranford Elks? We used to just do the uh, the hangover run, but then uh, a couple years ago we started kind of a different tradition, and we've been doing that ever since. So it's okay. a little bit smaller of a group. Right, ten or so uh, bikes, and uh, we do a little. Depending on how cold it is, uh, the conditions, uh, we do a little ride, and then we end up at uh, the Cloverleaf Tavern, and they do like this crazy uh, New Year's brunch, and then uh, again, depending on conditions, we either ride some more, uh, or find our way back. Yeah, yeah, sounds cool. That's cool. Well, just for, cool. just for as a reference, it's going to be 59 degrees here on Christmas Eve. So we'll see what's going to happen. So it here. says now. So it says now. Cool. All right, guys, let's uh, I want to thank you very much for, uh, for <laughs> coming back and doing our 301st show. Uh, again, thank you. And you think about it. It's our first show in our new situation. It's a, Exactly. It's our first show in this current setup, and it, which is going to improve. So be, be patient with us. It's going to get better. I promise you. Uh, and uh, again, thanks to all of our sponsors and all of our fans who have stuck with us all these years. And as we begin our new journey and all that. Oh. Hashtag New Year, New Ted. Yep. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. That's awesome. the way it goes. All right, guys. Um, all right, guys. So I'm Ted, your host here on the Motorcycle Man Podcast down at the Southern Command here in Shalot, North Carolina. And uh, joining me uh, at the table, uh, Tim Buck2. Remember, people, ride like nobody sees you. And, of course, to my left, uh, Joker Nipples, our resident 12-year-old. <laughs> I don't know if that was necessary, but I'll, I'll take it. Okay, uh, that's uh, Chris the Joker. How you doing? All right, Chris. Hey, what do you got to say, Chris? <laughs> what? What do you got to say? Go fuck yourself. Okay, okay, great. And, of course, we have, uh, all the way on the other end, Justin Brown Shoes. I actually have something to say. Yeah, what's that? Wow, what is that? I don't know what you guys see, but you se- I sent you the picture of what I see. Yeah. And when, when you lifted your shirt, I couldn't differentiate the white background and your fucking milky body. <laughs> all, I saw, all I saw was head and nipples. Nice. <laughs> nice. Excellent. You know, Justin, <laughs> with you wearing that wife beater, I don't know if you got any pants on. Well, the world may never know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much for joining us. And remember, boys and girls, we say stupid crap so you don't have to. Yeah.
Yeah. You sure do. Bye, all. Bye, boys. Let them have it. See you next time. Yeah. <laughs> and we stop recording now. Bye-bye. Recording stopped. Okay. We're done. <coughs> yeah.